listening to the Apollo Podcast Network. Paddington, please don't take this the wrong way, but are you certain there was an explorer? You didn't just find a hat and make up some... What? Why are you looking at me like that? Is it me or is it hot in here? Why do I feel so... Uncomfortable. Mm. Flushed. Mm. Queasy. Mm. It's called a hard stare. My aunt taught me to do them when people had forgotten their manners. Everybody, everybody, talk, talk like we've we've done this before. <laughs> Wait, on YouTube, how you doing, guys? What this is on Paddington. YouTube too. Yes, we're talking about Paddington and Paddington Two, y'all. Uh, Two of the greatest movies of all time. I'm gonna push back on that. Keish, I can't <laughs> believe you think that Toy Story is better. Toy Story is markedly better. I don't think we, we gotta we gotta get into it later. But Tease, you're so wrong. I'm sorry. Like no disrespect y'all, y'all to my insane. mouse overlords. Y'all know y'all, y'all know insane. I love everything Disney does, but you're disrespecting the mouse overlords by saying <laughs> don't no disrespect to my mouse overlords. <laughs> I, I don't uh I don't know where I stand on this because this is the debate, and I don't know do. if it should be the debate. I don't know if it, because they're different movies, but I just they should not be a debate I, because one of them is a god tier film and the other one is Paddington Two. I don't like it when my parents are arguing. Okay, <laughs> I don't like it when mom and dad fight. Um, all right, welcome to the One Take Podcast episode. What is this? One ten now? Because we I didn't it sure one ten. Um, we are joined yeah. by you know him as Oliver Stacks. I don't know if we should give away his. <laughs> Is government name Jeff? We're is not going to dox him on the podcast. He's Oliver. He's Oliver Stacks. That's his name. It's yeah. It's uh, I think I like put Jeff as my display name once. Yeah. So, <laughs> just because. Jeff, Stack, right. Jeff Stacks. There you go. Jeff Stacks. We're joined by Oliver Jeff Stacks. Um, <laughs> thank you so much for joining us. The residential yeah, Twitter Paddington expert. <laughs> I'm obsessed with Paddington. But it's it's specifically Paddington too. It's really incredible how much you like go in for this movie. It's it's almost honestly like a brand. I uh, I don't know how to explain it. It's just like it was like my comfort movie at first, and like, like I would watch it whenever Tottenham would disappoint me, uh, <laughs> which is all the time, all the time. This is a lot. Uh, but it's like it's it's like legitimately a great movie. I feel like it's sort of taken on its own thing like it's kind of a meme now mm-hmm. you know that it's like the best movie ever and i don't think that it's actually the best movie of all time mm. but it's like <laughs> my but it's like my favorite movie probably to watch interesting i, I mean say. it's extremely rewatchable but after I, I almost wanted to rewatch it again like the next day after i watched both of them back to back but we'll talk about it um also, Tottenham fan, you are up early as hell all the time. I don't know when you sleep because no. you're you're up early as hell, just screaming on Twitter about like like an offsides call. It's insane. We got top four though. 
So that's all I'm saying. <laughs> Big facts. Come on, you Spurs. Yeah. I mean, we we didn't. I'm an Arsenal fan, so you know I'm used to sadness. Disgusting. I somehow Disgusting. fell into the Houston Texans of the Premier League, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tottenham is the what we'll say the Texas A&M of. <laughs> the Premier League. Oh, so, sucks because you're also a Texas A&M fan too. So. Yeah, no, I, I'm. My life is filled with a whole lot of sadness. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, soccer isn't real. That's my take. Anyway, um, <laughs> all right, we're doing both the Paddingtons tonight. Both of them, mega podcast. It probably will only take like an hour, honestly. Um, Paddington, Paddington one came out in 2014. It's rated PG, has a 7.2 on IMDb. A young Peruvian bear travels to London in search of a home, finding himself lost and alone at Paddington Station. He meets the kindly Brown family who offer him a temporary haven. Has a 77 meta score, uh, written, directed by Paul, by Paul King. Um, as you know, Metacritic has low, lower scores than like Rotten Tomatoes. Um, because it actually takes into account what you rate the movie. Anyway, um, Paul written, directed by Paul King, Hamish McCall. Michael Bond is the books that it is based on kind of a, just a classic character in English literature. Now um, stars, Hugh Bonville, Sally Hawkins, Julie Waters, uh, Jim Broadbent. And then the most British person literally of all time, Ben Winshaw, Nicole Kidman. Winshaw. <laughs> Nicole Kidman <laughs> yeah. Nicole Kidman is more English than she is British or, or is more American than she is British. That was a weird turn of phrase but yeah ben wishaw is definitely the most british person of all time anything that he's in i'm like can we tone it down a little bit y'all like he's he's literally in something called a very english scandal so can't tone down his britishness it's this is it's pretty so he grants him that too he grants him the second one nicole came in the first one the first Paddington has a 97% on Rotten Tomatoes from critics, only an 80% audience score. Uh, Paddington brings a beloved children's character in the to- into the 21st century without sacrificing his essential charm, delivering a family-friendly adventure as irresistibly cuddly as its star. Uh, I'll just say, uh, we were talking about Ben Winshaw, and this is my one, this is the jumping off point that I'll use. Um, as soon as his voice came on screen or I heard his voice, I text the group message. I said, this is unbelievably British. <laughs> it's so very that, British. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Jeff, what do you think about the first Paddington just in general on its own in a vacuum? Go ahead and give it a letter grade, too. And we'll go down and eventually get to Paddington, too, as well. We'll give it a Wait, B+. Did you, did you watch Paddington 1 before you had seen Paddington 2 or did you see Paddington 2 first? Uh, I want to say I saw Paddington 2 first. Interesting. Uh, but I can't. You don't, don't quote me on that. Uh, but I think I saw Paddington 2 first. Uh, I like Paddington 1. I think it's a good movie. I'll give it a... I just said B+, plus, but I'm going to change it to an A-. minus. Um, I don't know what it is about it. Actually, I do. Hugh Grant is what makes Paddington 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't like... Yeah, I mean, just in general, I like Paddington 1 is a great family movie. It's rewatchable. It makes you feel happy, right? Like, it's mm-hmm. delightful. Uh, but it's not perfect in the way that Paddington 2 is. That is that is the one word that I'll use for, for a lot this... Uh, I, I usually have a key phrase. I think I 
do every podcast, but I'll, when I go back and listen to, it, I'll be like, I said that a lot. I'm going to say this a lot. This podcast It's delightful. Both these this movies is delightful, is. delightful, just um, pure joy. <laughs> Teach, what did you think about, uh, what do you think about one? I thought it was fine. Uh, I, I actually don't, I don't really see the difference between one and two in the way that most people obviously think two is like far superior. I thought they were about the same. I actually laughed more at Paddington one. Uh, and I like Jude Law, but I like Nicole Kidman more. Like I didn't know Nicole Kidman was in this movie. And then she popped up on screen. I was like, wait, that's fucking Nicole Kidman. Shocking. Like, right? Where the fuck <laughs> does she come from? And uh, I, I thought it was, I think these movies are, they're definitely lighthearted. They're definitely fun as hell. It's impossible not to like Paddington, the character, the Browns are quirky and funny, but like, let me give you a perfect example. And not to bring up the Toy Story thing again, I know we're going to have a whole old segment on that. <laughs> There's a movie coming out called Lightyear, which only focuses on Buzz Lightyear, who's one member of the Toy Story gang. I don't want to see any movies about any other Paddington character from Paddington 1 or 2 that doesn't involve Paddington. I don't want to see the Browns, the movie. Like, I don't want to see a movie about Jude Law's character. Like, you Paddington... Can't. Caddington is out there at dropping 80 points like Devin Booker. Like he is doing all the heavy lifting. He is phenomenal. He is first team all NBA in both movies. I cannot hate on him. But as far as like my rating for Paddington one, uh, I would give it a, I would give it a B plus. I thought it was, Ooh, you were going to go really with good. a C. No, I wasn't. No, no, no. It was, it's way too much fun to give it a C. I wasn't going to do that. But I would give it a B plus uh, for Paddington one. Uh, the, the part that really made me laugh I have to like pause my TV screen and this was the funniest part of both movies was when he didn't know how to use the escalator and then the sign said uh, dogs must be carried and then the next <laughs> thing you see him carrying that dog they brought the dog joke back later I both times I was like laughing my ass off uh, I would recommend this to anybody especially people with kids Yeah, uh, Paddington, Paddington is awesome I can't hate on Paddington I think I, I'm not going to put as high as a, a lot of other people but Paddington 1 was perfectly fun b plus all right dex i think you've been here before go ahead yeah man i'm gonna give it an a minus like jeff did i like we said this movie is delightful it's hard not to like giggle and smile while watching this movie like you're you're dead inside if you can't like laugh at least once or twice watching paddington like it's one of those um i saw it for the first time on a plane i had never seen it before and so i was like i was like fuck it i'll just put on paddington i was sitting there giggling like a fucking idiot <laughs> <laughs> it's on this very quiet fucking flight to la or whatever everybody else is over there just vibing with their headphones on me i'm sitting there giggling like a fucking idiot at paddington putting toothbrushes in his ears like it's just it's fun just pleasant yeah. like it's hard not to like the character even though I hate Ben Wishaw's voice, it like drives me insane. But the character but it of Patty works. It fits. It, it fits. It really works. Fits, yeah. Like you know, I watched a very English scandal or a very British scandal. I can't remember which one is which. There's both of those exist. But Ben Wishaw was in it, and I was like, I hate you. Like, stop talking. Just stop. <laughs> but his voice works for Paddington, and you know, so like all the hijinks. Like you said, obviously Paddington is putting up huge numbers he's carrying the squad here but i feel like the rest of the supporting characters there's like no wasted motion mm -hmm. it's like he's passing to he's passing to trevor reese on the wing except trevor reese is like on fire that night and it's going like eight of 11 from three instead of oh of 11 like so you know i'm 
I am so on board with Paddington. We'll get into Paddington 2 in a second, but yeah, it's an A minus for me. Super solid kids movie. Hard not to like it. You're going to enjoy it. Like pure delight. Uh we live in a awful place. We live in the bad place, guys. I don't know if you knew this. Um, we live in the Thanks. we live in the bad place. Uh, this movie was a breath of fresh air from living in the bad place. It was a ray of sunshine um, for a brief moment. And uh, you know, I am glass half empty, cynical in my everyday life. Why would anything go right? you know, as my sports fandom has taught me, oh, the Astros win a World Series. Guess what? They cheated. Like, who? you know, like it's the, it's just one of those things. That's that's my life. Um, there is zero cynicism with this movie. None. And it, and it and it's rare that you see a movie that is just from start to finish, even in kids movies now, especially like some of these later Pixar films there's really like just no it's it's hopeful throughout it even when even when he's like captured and stuff there's no like thought that he's gonna die or like he's actually gonna like the browns are gonna yeah exactly it's just too hopeful for that too joyous for that the ben ben wishaw yeah he's he's extremely british but like the the i call him the poo noises the noises that he makes when he's like (laughs) fucking shit up around the house like oh Oh no. Oh bother. Like it's just like <laughs> like running around and like it, it, it just getting into mischief is is just incredible to watch. I think it actually looks really good too. Yeah. Like like in 2014 like it just looks really really good. It blends it blends seamlessly into like the the character Paddington blend, blends seamlessly into the world. Um how this maybe wasn't even nominated how these weren't nominated for Oscars. I'll never know for like special effects, but like, but like, yeah, Dex, I think your point is so good. And it, it even is more so in the second film when they introduce a lot more characters, the Browns are not like side, like they're side characters, but they're not, they're three-dimensional characters. Yeah. And it's weird to see that in a kid's movie where they all have sort of their own backstory and something to do and plan and goal and they execute it flawlessly and everyone's brought in, including like the very serious actor from friggin' Downton Abbey is, <laughs> is in there. And the woman from shape of water is like, is <laughs> are just having the time of their life in this movie. Yeah, and then Nicole Kidman shows up. It is yeah. like the, just going like, for it. What's the female version of mustache twirling? Like, as a yeah. villain. <laughs> absolutely. Like, she's that, and it's adorable. Like, it's yeah. great. And so I, I just enjoyed this movie from start to finish, and it's one of those movies where, like you said, I didn't, you don't like. I'm a 27 year old grown man with a mortgage and like a job. Like, I don't giggle. I was giggling. <laughs> like, I was like genuinely like. <laughs> like, like just in the hat, you know, when he's filling up, you know, he filling up the bathtub to the top of the ceiling and just like rolling himself around in tape. And just when, when the, the one thing that I'll say, the, the, I think the hardest that I laughed was when they were talking about um, uh, when he was dressed up in drag, the, the dad was dressed, Mr. Oh, Brown yeah. was dressed up in drag. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, it's just a funny bit in this movie. Um, 
So yeah, I just, I, I really enjoyed this, this first one too. I'm, I'm not sure Tej, like you said, the, the gap is as far between one and two as I, I expected the gap to be massive the way people talked about it. And I did not, I did not experience that. But I'd be lying to you if I said that I really didn't enjoy, I, I, I give this an A minus, like it's right up there as far as kids movies that I've like really come to enjoy. And there's not, I mean, there's a little bit of a lesson here, but it, it it's not really super aiming to teach you anything really or teach kids yeah, this anything isn't holes where you know you're watching like racial trauma yeah. oh my God. Like, all of a sudden <laughs> like they're teaching you to abolish the prison system or whatever it's like nah like just be nice <laughs> just remember your yeah. manners yeah, like, <laughs> just be a it nice was like person. it was like ted lasso before ted lasso came <laughs> yeah on. maybe this is my thing because ted lasso was also british and also like very heartfelt and I, I I respect that, but I also don't understand why people like it as much as they do. I understand why people like Paddington as much as they do. I just don't like it as much as them, but Ted Lasso, I literally just did not understand. I watched like five episodes. I was like, I don't understand what we're doing here, but I understand people want to feel good. And I understand people love British humor and like the, I like British humor too, but I don't, I, Ted Lasso, I was never in on it. I was never, I, maybe it's because I don't like Jason Sudeik. You are just a cold-hearted bastard. That's all it is. <laughs> just cold-hearted. You've fallen victim to the Harry Styles agenda. It won't let you like Jason Sudeikis. But. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we talked to we talked at length before we started recording how much Dex loves that album. <laughs> Dex With loves the Harry, the, the Harry Styles album. Yeah. I'm He's all been about Harry lies Styles. On this I'm not lie to you. <laughs> He's been saying uh, he is anti Harry Styles, and all of a sudden now we hear that not only is he listening to the Harry Styles album, he loves the Harry Styles album. Look, bro, I I am definitely a hater, but I've never been a liar. All right, <laughs> if shit slaps, it slaps. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> not a liar. It's not what I'm about. Not yeah. now. Not ever. <laughs> Um, all right, Jeff, do you have a, a favorite uh, bit or joke gag from the first movie? I'll be honest, as much as I like talk about Paddington, I, and I rewatched it yesterday, I think. I don't really like specifically remember anything <laughs> about the first one. Uh, whereas the second one, I remember like everything uh, bit by bit. <laughs> yeah, I guess, I guess, I guess the part that you mentioned when they're in that, uh, what is it like the museum of natural history or something? Uh, or not, no, that's at the end, the explorers when, museum or whatever, yeah, where she, where he's dressed museum, up yeah. as the, as the woman. That part that is good. Really I, I think, I think that the thing that I like about it is that it's like. Like it's wholesome and it's it makes you feel good. It's like like we said, delightful. But it's all of that without being corny yeah. or preachy. Like it's really genuine, uh, and it's it's kind of like I don't remember. I, like I struggle to think of other movies that are like that. Yeah, it's uh, one of those things where it's not like you know, it's not like some old man just coming up being like, "It's okay to feel sad." Like, you know, it's just, it's just fun. Like, obviously you have like the setup, like where like his uncle dies and all that. And that's like very sad, but they like set that up, send him to London. And then from there, it's it's all good vibes. Like it's just all good vibes. 
just feeling good. You just want you just want to be a nicer person now, having watched Paddington. Uh, I I will say the first time that he said um, that he said uh, he did the he did the stern stare or whatever it's called the hard oh, stare the hard stare the, the, the hard stare. stare. I laughed out loud. He's like, "What is that?" He's like, "It's a hard <laughs> stare." I was like, "That that's a really really funny thing that they did in this movie, and it's from the books. I mean, most of the yeah, stuff it's is. canon." Uh, but also a funny joke that they did is is when he tries to have the Browns pronounce his his bear name, and yep. and and they, and they tried and he's like that wasn't that wasn't great but you'll get it like, just... <laughs> like one of them he's like that's offensive don't say that <laughs> oh yeah that's what he said he's like how how dare you Mister Brown or whatever <laughs> uh, but yeah it's just it. And I think it really does have to, because I think originally I read somewhere that Colin Farrell was supposed to play Paddington at one point and it just wasn't working. Like, I think he even did some of the motion capture for it. I could see that not working. And yeah, that doesn't he's sound Irish, like isn't he? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it does. That. You'd be, he's got to be like British as fuck. The mm. bear Paddington does on him. Yeah. And yeah, so I, I, I can see just why they went with, been with Shaw and it just it, it 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 just makes so much sense and I think a lot of the credit needs to go to um needs to go to him for why the character works but also to the directors too because they did they didn't do a lot of stuff before this they were doing stuff like I don't it, I don't know if y'all remember the show or have you even heard of it called the Mighty Boosh or whatever in I've heard in, of it never watched it but yeah it, I think I think that's where old Greg came from if I'm being completely honest yes that's why I know what that is yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so they directed like all the episodes are where the showrunners for that and you can see some of like the the comedy like the the off comedy in in this but they yeah they didn't do much they did that and then come and do these hundred million dollar movies it's really interesting <laughs> yeah and like pretty underrated i feel like the screenplay has like zero wasted motion at all they're mm -hmm. just like okay we're gonna start the movie he goes to peru bears can talk done we're not doing <laughs> like we're not explaining anything any further bears can talk great all right <laughs> we gotta send a bear to london done we're not explaining any further they're all <laughs> cool with bears being there and being able to talk the Browns walk cool up with bears. With, the, the Browns walk up here and they're like, hey, what's your name? And he's like, Paddington. And they're not like, ah! Like, they're not like, <laughs> like no, nah, we're not going to explain that bears can talk in this universe. Like, we're not going to have this whole thing where people are like, they can't believe that bears talk or they're like prejudiced against bears for being bears. Nah, we're, we're not doing none of that. Zero wasted motion. We're like, Paddington, he's a bear. He can talk. He's in London now. Like, let's go. <laughs> Oh man. Um, yeah, so we can move on from Paddington one. It, it, it's on Netflix. I believe the first one is, yeah. um, yes. watch it. I would really suggest, like, I don't know how you haven't at this point, if you have kids, like, cause you just need kids to watch anything good, like just <laughs> something on the TV, just pay attention to that while I cook dinner. Um, Definitely. we don't the talking your bear. Kids. Your, your kids will love Paddington. And you will too. That's another thing too, is that like, there's so many kids stuff and they they've tried to like I watched the movie Chip and Dale I watched the other day which was actually really good we had, we're not going to talk oh, the, about it on the, the new rescue, one yeah the rescue rangers yeah um was very good it was very much like an adult movie marketed to kids 
Um, this is a kid's movie that adults can enjoy. And there's kind of a difference there. And a lot of the times, you know, these studios and stuff and writers will put in adult jokes that like only they will get and only adults will get. But it, it really is like just a movie really for kids that you will have a decent time watching with them as well too. You can be engaged in it. It's not like, oh, I got to go watch colors on a screen for two hours. No, <laughs> hour and a half, you're in and you're out. Not on Netflix. And I feel like, like you said, there's always there's always going to be like space for adults to watch movies that just remind them like, you know, sometimes just be nice. And like, that's all you need. Like, that's basically like the message of everything everywhere all at once. It's like, at the end of the day, just, just be nice to people. Like everybody's going through some shit, <laughs> like, you know? Yeah. Like, and that's like, that's always going to hit for me at least. Like, yeah, you're right. Life would be better if we were all just nice to people. Like it's hard as fuck out here, you know. Like we're all going through some shit. Just try and be nice, people. Be a good person. That's all we gotta <laughs> say. Now, we move on to the piece de resistance, the best movie, The Godfather of it all, <laughs> quite literally, because I think it has a better rating than The Godfather. No, wait, does it not have a better rating than The Godfather? It was a hundred percent for like the longest time, and then for some reason, one guy, it was like a random one dude. Some gave it a negative review so it's at 99 now well let's see paddington paddington too and we'll we'll go we'll circle back to what it's uh who sorry we'll circle back to the synopsis let us see it is a man named justin brown from medium popcorn boo he's the, oh he's one of the browns oh yeah as a as a man who is dead inside i couldn't fully buy into the world of paddington but i watched with my son and he did enjoy it which is something just not for me what the fuck what is this why would you give that why would you give that a negative score if that's the what you would take away was like your son loved it it's a kid's movie give it a positive score and say i didn't really love it but it's but it's good oh and the part that's tripping me up is that that review is from a month ago yeah oh like, well, what what the fuck is wrong with you <laughs> why did you come on in here to hate paddington 2 a month ago well yeah what is I, he what saw us at 100 and he was like i want to be that guy actually like the, they want this attention the first negative review was from 2021 what are we doing <laughs> wait so how many negative reviews are there two okay um and this guy named eddie harrison from a thing called filmauthority.com said uh the char the charm is entirely missing from the two paddington films which is just objectively a lie (laughs) just a lie how do you how do you watch that movie and say there's no charm meanwhile um out of 250 reviews there's only two negative reviews paddington those guys paddington 2 has a 99 percent uh critic score 87 percent audience score which is weird um but Paddington 2 came out in 2017, uh, 7.8 rating on IMDb, uh, has an 88 Metascore. Paddington now happily settled down with the Brown family and a popular member of the local community, picks up a series of odd jobs to buy the perfect present for his Aunt Lucy's 100th birthday, only for the gift to be stolen. Again, written and directed by Paul King, Simon Farnaby also has a writing credit on this. Stars Ben Wishaw. Hugh Grant makes an appearance. Uh, all the regular cast is back, including uh, Hugh Bonville, Sally Hawkins. Michael, uh, oh, I forgot to mention, Michael Gambon is uh, Uncle uh, Pastuzo 
in this as well. He has a minimal role in both films. Um, but yeah, the the legend Michael Gambon is Uncle Pastuzo. Um, so this movie was, I think, a little bit more popular than the first one. Um, both didn't make like what you would say, like Pixar numbers, $40 million budget, which isn't a lot for these kind of films, 227 million worldwide gross. Uh, kind of similar numbers for the first one as well. Yeah, anyway, I feel oh, like people and came Brandon, to Paddington late. Yeah, and ben, Brendan Gleeson is in this one as well, uh, as Knuckles with an N. And uh, yeah, people did kind of come to this late. That's kind of interesting. Yeah, it kind of like took on a life of its own after it was on streaming mm-hmm. out of the theaters. Uh, yeah. Again, like Netflix? in a way, like like kind of like uh, what's what's the other movie I'm trying to think of? Um, and I don't, I think this Paddington is much better than this, but like Shawshank, how when it <laughs> after it got released on video it became like the most popular like on imdb it's like the most popular movie yeah uh paddington kind of had that same sort of trajectory being able to compare being able to compare shawshank redemption <laughs> to paddington 2 is and they both have criminal records oh they, they do, do. <laughs> they're both in prison that is true and escape. paddington's present was a little bit more pleasant yeah, <laughs> I I love the fact that Jeff was able to just slide in there. I think Paddington is much better than Shawshank Redemption, <laughs> super casually. And like, trust me, I'm with you. I think Shawshank is overrated as fuck. I oh yeah, I don't uh, I don't well, love that movie like everyone else does. But I just love I love you for doing that. Thank you. That was yeah, amazing. <laughs> uh, both had to crawl through pipes for to freedom. That's interesting. To freedom, <laughs> yeah. uh, Jeff. I think we already know your score, but kind of give it a review and what you what you think about the oh, yeah, second plus, one of these. A plus. Uh, Hugh Grant deserved an Oscar. Uh, <laughs> he it's it's funny like he if you when he talks about it he's like it's the best thing I've ever been in. Uh, it's got so many like memorable gags situations like how he is the the whole prison sequence is like you would think Paddington gets framed and he gets arrested and goes to jail and it's literally like the most delightful sequence of events ever it doesn't make any sense uh I just I enjoy watching it with like a big ass dumb grin every every single time I watch it. It's the same. Like it never gets old. I guess is the way. It never makes me not happy. Yeah. I feel like it's like that. Just reliable, like go-to, like pleasant movie. You know, like yeah. You're. It's. I feel like it would be impossible for me to feel bad while watching Paddington Two. Like, <laughs> I'm just gonna be sitting there giggling like an idiot again. <laughs> you know. Yep. Like the whole the whole thing where he he makes their laundry pink and then goes up and to knuckles and you know squirts like the ketchup and <laughs> mustard all over him and like rubs it in. It, it's just like I, I I just love it. Yeah. 
Uh, Teach. I would uh, also shit on the movie. No, I'm not gonna shit on it. I'd, I'm also gonna give this a B plus. I enjoyed it. I just, you know, I I had a good time. Uh, when I realized that Patton was going to jail, I was like, wait, wh- what are we doing here? Obviously, I knew <laughs> that jail was going to be like a warm, heartfelt experience, but I was like, I kind of don't want Patton to go to jail. Uh, but then the whole knuckles bit was funny, seeing them make all the stuff and introduce the prisoners to marmalade was pretty good. Uh, this was good. I liked Jude Law's performance, and Jude Law was obviously much funnier than Nicole Kidman, who Hugh didn't Grant. like try to be funny at all. Hugh Grant. <laughs> Jude, did I say? Jude Law. Jude Law. You said that like six times now. <laughs> same person. <laughs> Hugh Grant, Jude Law, same people. Uh, Hugh Grant was phenomenal in his role. Uh, and he makes a lot more sense at the center of the movie being a villain than like Nicole Kidman. But something about having Nicole Kidman just walk up to this movie was just so out of the blue that I really enjoyed that. And then when I saw Hugh Grant, I was like, oh, that makes much more sense having Hugh Grant in the middle of this very British film. Yeah. Uh, he does his job perfectly. Uh, they kind of give the kids a bit more to do. The little son is J-Dog, but then he realizes that he can be himself and like steam trains, which I thought was really cool. Uh, this was this was good. I, I enjoyed it. Um, Paddington's, again, he, he put up 65 points. He's super clumsy, but every time he's clumsy, it's funny. Every time he's clumsy, he's doing washing the windows and he's making this process way harder than it has to be and he's <laughs> fucking it up. It's just a pleasure to watch. You know that everything's going to be okay, but it's just a pleasure to watch things kind of go wrong for him when you know they're going to turn out going right for him. Uh, yeah, this is a, I give this one a B plus as well. I had a good time. Dex. Yeah, man. I, I love this movie. I'm with Oliver. This is an A plus 10 out of 10, hundred out of a hundred. Like I, this movie fucking rules, man. <laughs> it's fun. Funny. Like the story is entertaining the characters are entertaining. They took everything from the first movie, I feel like, and they just, like, they just turned it up just a little bit. Like, you know, they didn't have to waste time kind of introducing you to as many things as they did in the first one. It's like, you are, all right, you got it. Like, they didn't waste much time in the first one introducing you to stuff, but, like, all of that is removed in the second one, and it's just, like, pure good vibes now. It's like, you know, we're going to give you honestly kind of like godfather 2 where they're like hey we're gonna introduce you to like the origin of this person where they came from and like why they are who they are now and then we're gonna move on and like just give you just some dope shit that they're out here doing now that they run the world like <laughs> paddington basically like he just shows up in paddington too and it's like he runs the block like everybody fucking loves him he's paddington except for yeah, one that. hater Except for one hater. He's got one hater. But otherwise, he's out here, he runs the block. He's like a matchmaker, like putting people in the serendipitous relationships. He's like saving people from being locked out of their house. Like he's helping, you know, struggling black men of London to pass their exams so they can be something one day. <laughs> <laughs> Why is his one hater somebody who had it about like the his biggest hater? like basically helped him out at the end of the first movie when he realized Nicole Kidman's like intentions were to like actually kill this bear. And then yeah, we yeah, start this movie and it's like, he's, he's back to hating again. Like, oh, he's just back to hate. I saved your life. Like now I'm back to hating you forever. I didn't, I was like, wait, that's the same fucking dude. Like why yeah, is he a hater? A, yeah. He's not a murderer. <laughs> <laughs> have some, have some standards. Yeah, he just hates yeah. bears. 
I hate bears. I want them to die. Damn. I like that Nicole Kidman was trying to murder the bear. And I liked I <laughs> like would, straight I, up I, murder. Like the bear. straight up was like, no, the plot of this film is I'm going to literally murder you and stuff you. That is the plot of this film. And I was like, I'm in. Nicole Kidman is scaring me to death. Dark I'm as so hell. Right now. Yeah, we didn't spend enough time talking about how, like, Nicole Kidman's whole thing is, this bear ruined my family. I'm going to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> now they will accept me. <laughs> I'm going to kill the bear so that I can prove to the world that bears can talk. <laughs> I love it. And I love how everyone in, in but yeah, because it was like 1940s England, everyone was like, yeah, you should definitely kill those talking bears. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> when they did the flashback, like why didn't you kill the bear? You idiot! Like who the fuck is wrong with you, pussy? Yeah. Go back over there, kill the bear. Oh, but yeah, man. Like he has the one hater, but everybody else fucking loves him. Hugh Grant shows up and is like, honestly, bro, Hugh Grant is doing a lot in this movie, which like the most. makes it work. Like Nicole Kidman, obviously, like she was going for it, but like her character is just doing like the one thing the whole time. Hugh Grant is like out here in nun costumes and like thief costumes, all this extra shit. He's eating dog food. Like, <laughs> dude, like, and you're just like, yo, Hugh Grant didn't have to go this hard, but he did that for us. Like, thank you, Hugh Grant. Like, A guy who historically does not try hard in his movies. <laughs> He really doesn't. You yeah. really don't. You didn't have to do this, but like, I'm glad you did. It works. And obviously, like, the whole prison sequence with like when Patrick goes to jail is incredible, like Jeff said. Uh, just like that scene where like they're doing the visiting and he just like introduces all the prisoners <laughs> to the family, like, one by oh, one. Yeah. We can hear you. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. Like, it's just so good. And then, like, obviously, the side characters get way more to do in this movie. And so, like, now instead of going 8 of 11 from 3, they're going, like, 12 of 15 like, from 3. As Paddington is putting up 60 points with 45 assists. So, like, I just, I just love this movie, man. Like Western Conference Finals type beat blowout. <laughs> yeah, man. It's, uh, it's the Grizzlies winning by 50 points with John Morant out. <laughs> but, yeah, man. Like, I... I love this movie. Obviously, I don't think it's like Godfather or whatever, but it's sounds it's still, like you do. It's, it's a perfect movie to me. Like it's not the if you want to rank perfect movies, obviously, like you know, you'll be here all day, but it's a it's a perfect film for me. Um, and I honestly can't wait to go watch it again. I'm so glad it's on HBO Max now. It wasn't on streaming for a little bit, so you know, now that we got it, we gotta milk it till it's gone. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I'm kind of right there with you. I'm not as high on it because I was kind of expecting, and this is just, this isn't indicative of the film or it's just kind of my bias, I guess I was sitting there going like, I thought the gap, like I said, it was going to be a lot wider for some reason. And maybe that's just what I placed on the film because it has a 99% on Rotten Tomatoes, fair or not, or whatever, like it, like it has all these accolades and uh, we have, you know, Mr. Jeff Sachs calling it a, a, a perfect movie. Um, so, but like, I give it an A. I think it's one of the, be I think it's one of the best kids movies probably of the 21st century, definitely. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's, it's like the most perfect film I've ever seen in a long time that is uh, reserved for Toy Story 3, but uh, debate this with your mom. For, mm, uh, but like one and three. Um, 
but but <laughs> the include we'll get to that discussion in a little bit but the inclusion of characters like brendan gleason in this um who was incredibly committed uh obviously the inclusion of hugh grant who like i said historically go back and watch some of his older movies his whole character is to he doesn't give a shit about anything like that's like 99% of his characters. And now he's like, he really cares about everything and he's doing like a thousand characters. Um, yeah. And, and like I said, they redo some of the bits, like the, the security guard saying a really good looking nun was like running around. Yeah. And like, it, it, it just, not that sexy woman. Yeah. Stop that great looking woman. <laughs> um, yeah. And, and, it, it just is, it is even more heartwarming. I think that kind of ramp up the emotional beats a little bit more in oh, this yeah. one too. Like a little yeah. manipulative, like, but it's a kid's movie because it's like, they're never coming to visit me again. Like, we know that. Like, no, they're, they're I just cried like a baby at the end, bro. I'm not even going to lie to you. I've already seen no this way. movie before, but when Aunt Lucy pulled up, and yeah. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> and even that like was- the sad part where he's like in the, you know he escapes prison and goes to the phone booth and they don't pick up is only sad for like five seconds because they immediately call him back yeah (laughs) it's just like it's just like there's no room in this movie for anything but good vibes we're gonna we're gonna just just two seconds actually probably kind of the saddest thing was him actually getting arrested for not doing anything wrong i'm just like (laughs) Free, I, I said on Twitter, free, a man, free Paddington. And I didn't realize that I had gotten into British immigration Twitter. And I didn't realize that, like, God. that was a symbol for. What? Yeah. Do hashtag free Paddington. Click on that hashtag. It is a symbol for uh, uh, immigration in in uh, in England, actually. Because wow. They, yeah. So I didn't know that I got off into that. But it kind of makes sense, actually. Yeah, he's when, from, I, when he's I went to London, when I flew to London, I like took it, I like flew into Heathrow and then like the first, like the train that I took, like dropped me off at Paddington Station. That was like how I got into the, like the actual city. So, really? Yeah, that makes that makes some sense, actually. Um, yeah, so I, I think it's I think it's a brilliant, brilliant, fun movie I, I, as a two parter, as a two hander, not a two hander, but as a two parter, it works really well. I streamline these movies back to back i think i was so enthralled by the first one that i was like i just have to watch the second one now and i watched it back to and i don't think i've had a better more pleasurable viewing experience than watching three hours of paddington content in a row <laughs> from like the time i got home until like 12 o'clock at night when my wife got home from work she's like why are you smiling like that i'm like what's it i've been watching paddington all day but <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I think, I think it's a, it upping the ante and giving, uh, even more color to it and the cast of characters. And again, Ben Wishaw is, is doing great. Um, so yeah, I give it an A. Um, yeah, I don't, they like found a way to like make it bigger. Like they have like the train fight and all this other oh, like, extra, yeah. extra shit that like, you know, they weren't doing in the first movie but it still keeps the heart behind it. It's not like they made it bigger and now it's like not, you know, heartwarming or anything like that. It's even more heartwarming now. Like, you know what I extra for- shit. forgot? Cause I didn't take notes. We're kind of flying by the seat of our pants with these ones. Cause we watched these movies like a week ago, but like 
they all, they did the Toy Story th- two uh, three thing in here where they're like, is Paddington gonna die? Like they yeah, nearly they killed Paddington. <laughs> they're like Paddington's gonna drown to death. Like, like, oh shit, I forgot about that part. Yeah, <laughs> that like Jesus. Toy Story like, three he, nearly destroyed me when they did that, bro. That was one of the worst moments of my life watching. I'm crying movie. real tears in the theater. I'm not that getting was one of the worst moments of my entire life. Um, but yeah, I just that and you know the making the marmalade scene and in the the wholesomeness of him teaching knuckles how to make the marmalade and like a real recipe i think that you can follow by the way um our girl florence Pugh did it on instagram during the lockdown oh Uh, yeah so so there's that and and just changing over the 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 bits of the prisoners like I know how to make a custard or whatever. Just the, <laughs> the hardened criminals doing that. And yeah, I, I think it is interesting that they like, because I, I love so much the interactions of Paddington with the Browns in the first movie. It is interesting. It doesn't like take away from the film, maybe a little bit that they, they really don't have him interact with them this much, that much in this film. Yeah, but, they like break them up, but they give the Browns way more, more room to, to cook do. on their own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when uh, when they're at Hugh Grant's house and Hugh Grant walks in, he's like, "What are you doing here?" And he goes, "I'm ask you the same thing." Yeah. <laughs> like busted out laughing. I was like, "This is just why are delightful. you here in your pajamas with your wife?" <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it just they give the Browns a lot more to do. Of course, all this, like I said, all the. Even the tertiary characters are three-dimensional as well, too. You know, and they give them more to do. Uh, I I just I think it is it is a masterclass in streamlined movie making and but also no wasted space. It yeah. is they have a uh, whole like, extra love story between like fourth-tier characters, and yeah. like you just get it, you understand. <laughs> Yeah, it, doesn't, it doesn't feel like uh, unnecessary or anything. It's like not part of the plot, really, but like you believe in this romance that these two people have. Yeah, you're like, for like five for minutes. <laughs> yeah, they are on screen. They look at each other, and the the love that Paddington has for the whole world brings them together. <laughs> that that first scene, like where he is not the first scene, but the where he's kind of just rolling through the neighborhood being happy and making everybody's day better is (laughs) incredible like i don't i don't see how you could watch that two negative reviews are like blowing my mind right now yeah how can you watch that and say it has no charm like what are you talking about come on man these dudes wives left them it like had to be and it's just insane to me to pull up four years later and be like you know what i'm gonna do I'm gonna give a shit on this Paddington movie. Too. They just one more. They just woke up one years. random day. It was like, you know what? Fuck <laughs> this. I'm gonna go shit on Paddington too. I'm sick of this shit. <laughs> In a bad mood, man. There Paddington just... Two has one negative review. I'm about to double that shit tonight. <laughs> <laughs> the streets will remember my name. <laughs> you know what movie has no negative reviews, guys? Toy Story. 100% Toy Story. Two, Toy Story Two is the highest rated movie on Rotten Tomatoes. Toy Story One is ask? also one hundred percent. Is it? But Toy Story Two has a higher audience rating. Toy Story One is 
92% audience rating. And I think a Toy Story 2 is like 95%. But they're both 100% on the uh, on the critic side. All Holy right. shit. Yeah. No, I, I always have known, like, it is. They hey, have you never the, seen Toy Story? It is the perfect movie. It's literally perfect. How, it's the perfect movie. I love I love all the Toy Stories. But, hey, man. They, you, it ain't you, Paddington. I'm your sorry. ranking of Toy Story you 4 is the one that... Up. The, your ranking of Toy Story 4, Dex, is the one that gets me every time. There's no bad Toy Story movies, and Lightyear won't be bad either. There is just no such thing as a bad oh, Toy Oh, yeah, Lightyear is going to be great. I'm, but I'm one, in three, ever... one in three are perfection. And also, two is phenomenal. Two is the I best one. Two is the best one, easily. It, I ha- It's the one that I haven't watched the most, to be completely honest with you. The two is the one where they're in the toy store, right? Where they're dealing with the the yeah. old cowboy dude. Yeah. yeah, phenomenal film, phenomenal. Stinky Pete. But the three Stinky and four Pete. are like. When was the last time you were like, "Hey, let me throw on Toy Story 3. That movie, I said this on Twitter, is like emotional terrorism. Like it's meant to <laughs> make Which, you sad and ch- like like a lot of Pixar movies are, but. That more so find than it particularly anything. enjoyable to watch. Like it's, it's good. worth it. That uh, Toy Story scene, three is literally just like, hey, you're getting old. Doesn't that suck? <laughs> like, the the yeah, scene where the scene where the preschoolers come in and they have to freeze, and that is the first time they get to play with the preschoolers, and it's just like a complete free for all, and the preschoolers are just beating the shit out of the toys. Is literally the funniest thing I've ever seen on a movie screen. I, I laugh for like twenty <laughs> minutes. Every we, time I see that scene, it is the funniest thing because the way that they score it and the way that it's so like, this is the worst possible like a horror day movie. Be happening. It's like a horror movie. The kids are just slamming the toys down. That is the funniest shit ever, man. <laughs> I don't want to make this a Toy Story like thing, but we were talking about it because they are like regarded, both these movies now are, are regarded as sort of like competing for the best movies ever as according to rotten tomatoes but the toy story 3 just a quick story i grew up on toy story just like everyone else i think the first one came out when i was born and the second one came out like when i was five so I've, I've been watching these forever it took forever 2000 they went from like 1999 they to 2010 when they came out with the third one yeah um we went as a, we don't go as a family to see movies. Dex, I know you and your family go to see movies all the time. Like we just didn't for some reason. Like we would wait till they came in. And my dad would. We had every Blu-ray ever, but we went. We were out and about. Where we all went to go see Toy Story three. Um, needless to say, family. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Needless to say, it's like my sister was there. She like she had graduated college. It was just an interesting thing. And we, we, needless to say, we got out of the theater and my mom was unconsolable, inconsolable. (laughs) We're outside the mall and she was like, Royden's about to graduate high school. And that's like, like he was in, he loved Toy Story growing up. Like, goodness. Like I was crying too, because like at the end of the movie, it's emotional manipulation at its finest. Like Pixar just masterclass. And it was just like. And but I was like I was upset, but my mom was like <laughs> like ugly crying, <laughs> and I was just like I'll never forget how like um like emotionally we scarred we were as a unit coming out of Toy Story three. I feel like that's the Toy Story three experience. Like at least watching it in the movie theater for the first time is literally like, hey, you grew up with Toy Story two, 
and uh you know now you're old and you're moving on you're not a kid anymore they made adults walk into a movie and they adults really thought holy shit they're about to murder the toys in cold blood (laughs) right here right now and i believe that it was going to happen nothing nothing i knew paddington was gonna get out of jail i knew that I didn't fucking know. I thought the toys were dead. I was like, they're going to light Woody on fire. They're going to light Woody literally on fire right here. We're going to see. Can you imagine if they did that? I wouldn't put it past Pixar. I wasn't ready at all. I was already sad. Everybody's grown up and they're not Andy's toys anymore. Like now we're with this new chick. Like the, the whole thing is just so sad. And now all of a sudden we are going to burn them alive. <laughs> Bro, they be killing people in like very gruesome ways. You stop <laughs> and think about it in kids' movies. Because like Paddington too, or Paddington, it's like we squashed his uncle with a tree. And yeah. then, like, Bro, that was really sad. Then when we started, I said, "Fuck you guys for making me watch this." The uncle's already dead. I was just liking the uncle. The uncle's fucking awesome. He's fucking dead now. I did not see that coming. I was crazy. Yeah, and it's like you know you're watching Up, and she gets cancer and dies. Like, yeah, <laughs> immediately. Like oh, Andy man. just doesn't have a dad. <laughs> no, I've never, never actually seen Toy Story four because Toy Story three was too much. Toy Story didn't... four is 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 less emotionally terroristic. Yeah. But wait, does Dex hate Toy Story four? Is that no? He ranks it about. He thinks it's the best one. No, I don't. Okay, I no, think Toy Story two the, is the best one. Oh. It's two Toy four, Story four three, is one. not the best one. Two four Toy three Story one. one. How could that be the 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 worst one? It's the most original one. I, it, I respect that, but like going back and watching it now, it looks like it came out in 1995. Bro, it feels when, like it came out in 1995. It's just not. It really does, but it's that's still not on the like level to me. it's still like it a has feat. The, it has the best villain. Sid is easily the best villain. One, even though the uh, the guy in Toy Story three is pretty fucking awesome, the little purple bear guy. Lots of is amazing, but Sid is the perfect villain. And the scene where Buzz tries to cry is one of the tries to fly for the first time, and you know he was gonna fail. Is one of the most beautiful things ever. It is perfectly scored. Randy Newman dropped seventy five points in Toy Story <laughs> One. He went crazy on the soundtrack. How can you say that? It's a great movie. It's just like the other three are greater movies. <laughs> this is the same as the Star Wars thing, where he's like, it came out in nineteen seventy seven. Yeah, it's like which one was your, which one's your favorite of the Star Wars that you've watched so far? Um, other ones that I've seen so far, Empire Strikes Back. Uh, yeah, Empire that's Strikes fair. Back, and then Rogue One. And that's the consensus. That's the consensus. Yeah, people generally. I haven't seen. Back. Is it Return of the Jedi? Is the third? Yeah. yeah, I haven't seen that one yet. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm a New Hope stand. I still think a New Hope is the best one. It is so it is perfect. That's it's why still, I like episode. That's why I like episode seven so much because it's literally a new hope again. I was like, yes, that's what I want. I just want the same fucking inject that shit into my veins. I think kind of like what happened with y'all with Paddington too, where you're like, oh, I expected this to be like the greatest shit ever. Everyone's been like hyping it up. Like it's like the Godfather or whatever. I watched a new hope and I was like, this is what y'all been fighting about for 45 years. (laughs) (laughs) I think you made this point that you were like, well, I could see like in 1977 this thing being, yeah, fucking like mind blowing. Yeah, if I was, so you I get why people are so fucking time. Like, yeah, mad about. I know what you need to do, Dex. You need to go right. Uh, get get uh 
official on Rotten Tomatoes. You need to go shit on a new hope <laughs> right now. The review will pop up in 2022. Dex gives a negative review to a new hope. <laughs> Three Dude, of five. Not that great guy. <laughs> Rotten. <laughs> Star Wars fans would be a what the fuck? <laughs> they will find you and hunt you down. <laughs> Uh, they yeah they have no problem doxing people so I'd be careful with that. Um, we need to dox the people who wrote these two negative reviews about Paddington too. Yes, that is bro. a ridiculous thing to do. Years after the movie came out, those people should be shot. This is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you do that? It's a fucking kids movie, man. Why would you? Hey, this guy a hundred percent. I'm just gonna go take a big shit on it. That's horrible. Why would you do that? Yeah, this movie's been sitting on Rotten Tomatoes with hundred percent for three years. It's nah, just been sitting there. Not on no my one's watch. been bothered. And they were just like, fuck this. They woke up and had a horrible day. They're fucking let, lost their oh. girlfriend or some shit. And they said, fuck you, Paddington. No, I gotta, you. I gotta show y'all this dude's website. This is bullshit. Look at, I gotta show y'all what he just, like, how little of a fuck he gave to Paddington 2. First of all, incredible website design if i do say so myself what is happening here um medium popcorn podcast right. fuck you we hate your podcast but here here's the thing april 2022 here's the review that he is accredited on rotten tomatoes we got to get accredited on rotten tomatoes that because shit better not be one paragraph longer some dumb shit. i'm looking at the scroll bar get what the, the fuck, fuck out of my this? face get the fuck out of here with this bullshit <laughs> get the fuck out of my face that is the have, full we, review. We have podcast beef. Me and my homies fucking hate the Medium Popcorn <laughs> Podcast. Fuck the Medium Popcorn Podcast. Yeah, we're getting the Medium Popcorn Podcast out of here. I, I like this- how it's up the top. It's like children's film. Prison. <laughs> Prison. Prison. <laughs> I want to oh, see man. the movies this guy likes so I can go on Rotten Tomatoes and shit on it. Well, here, um, we can, I'm we finding see. the Medium Popcorn Podcast on Apple Podcasts. I'm review bombing the hell out of this shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> I need Dr. all of my friends. So he Cyber bully these people. <laughs> he hated Candyman. Uh, Why is he fucking reviewing you, all these? Look at old how movies? he's reviewing all these old movies. Look at the dates on these, on these reviews. Out of sight, 1998. <laughs> Hostile, uh, Morbius one out of. Okay, there, there's some hope okay, here well he shit on morbius he did a good job and white chick <laughs> he shit on white chicks that's a great job he gave white chicks and flash dance the same he gave the batman <laughs> five of five and he gave paddington like two of five i mean i love the batman but what the fuck are you doing why are you shitting on paddington i will say the the funniest the funniest one that um that we saw the other day was the pre the like the three people that gave top gun maverick a bad review one of them was like i also hate the batman so they just were like <laughs> <laughs> dude rotten tomatoes is some bullshit to be honest one of the negative reviews on top gun maverick was basically uh i can't support tom cruise trying to kill himself. kill himself yeah like bro get the fuck out of that's here that's the like, worst that's the worst review of all time also, that's what we're here for saw- i don't know if y'all saw that but this white this man that i'm assuming is white reviewed shatas which is one of the most violent, blackest movies of all time. <laughs> and I would love to just see a white person experience Shouters. It's an incredible <laughs> film. It's extremely bad, but very gruesome and very, but it's not for white people. White people were not supposed to watch Shouters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah. So that the really, this has just become a, a podcast where we're talking about why Rotten Tomatoes is bad. Yeah. Fuck Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> It's really uh, kind of shitty. It's a marketing Fuck the tool, really. Podcast. Fuck that podcast. <laughs> uh, all Fuck my, the medium popcorn podcast. All my homies hate that. 
Um, <laughs> review us five stars. Review the Medium Popcorn Podcast one star, please. <laughs> I'm going to shit on the Medium Popcorn Podcast as soon as we get off this fucking uh, live stream. I'm sick of this shit. What They're gonna have does Medium Popcorn even mean? Like, is it's... that the size of the popcorn? <laughs> it was yeah, definitely. That's... It was definitely a play on this is their medium as well too. <laughs> I think you're giving up too much credit. <laughs> I didn't think that they would be able to rob me up because I wasn't even coming on here to praise Paddington in the same way y'all were. But I am fucking livid at this guy. Who? How dare this guy do that? Also, we didn't hold on. We didn't even shit on the other guy that went. Also, he he gets kind of buried here because uh, what's his fucking podcast called? Let's shit on that one. <laughs> Filmauthority.com. What is what, what is with these websites Film that get authority to authority? Sounds so douchey. What is with these websites that get to like? What is right this? A, this guy said oh, there's no charm in either Paddington film. He said the charm is missing. He it is charmless, entirely this, missing. How the fuck? This has 274 shares. Who's sharing this? Because we are like, look at what this idiot said about Paddington too. I'm giving this dude the heart stare for this shitty review. When I was five, my mother took me to see a statue of Peter Pan in London. I was excited to see the character I knew well from Disney comics, Disney comics, dressed in green with the glowing light of Tinkerbell by his side. Londoners and J.M. Barry fans all uh, will know in advance that the rather drab looking statue doesn't look like that at all. That's not my Peter Pan, I told my mother. <laughs> Get this guy the fuck out of here. And I was right. So when it was announced that Paddington Bear, another must-beloved fixture of my childhood, was getting a makeover, I shivered at the process. Shivered? What would they do to my beloved bear? Fuck you. He looks what? exactly like you would want Paddington, Paddington bear. to look. I don't... What's this understand. guy's name? This guy's name is uh, Justin something. Miserable McMiserable Pants. Uh, hey, hey, filmauthority.com. Eddie, Eddie Harrison. Hey, Eddie Harrison, your childhood fucking sucks. Fuck, you. <laughs> Fuck your childhood. Um, it looks like he gave Top Gun Maverick five stars, though. So, you know, we'll give him that. He's on that one. Really? Well, I just... haven't heard one negative thing about Top Gun. Maverick, I'm going to see it tomorrow. I am on brick. I cannot. Yeah, he really learn how to like fly a jet. Uh, he knew how to fly. Yeah, there's a video of him like flying um, uh, the late night host. What's his name? James Corden around. So he knows how to fly. But they no, the military wasn't going to let them fly uh, F-18s. <laughs> they should. Maybe they should. At least Tom, Tom Cruise like, fly F-18s. Yes, maybe they should. I think they maybe let Tom Cruise. They probably they probably got up in the air and the pilot was like, "You want to do some crazy shit." Like, <laughs> yeah, who's gonna tell Tom Cruise no? Yeah, um, Red Bull let him drive a. There's a video of it on YouTube. One of their F1 cars, essentially like ten million dollars piece, and they just <laughs> let him get in. <laughs> I hope that is the plot of the next Tom Cruise movie. I'm in. You know how much I hate F1. If Tom Cruise starts driving around F1 cars, guess who's gonna be watching F1? This guy. How do you hate F1? Too. I don't understand. I hate it. We don't, I don't like do racing here. sports. We don't, we don't have to do this here. <laughs> I like real sports where people have to use their bodies to impose their will against other people. I do not like fake sports where people do what I do every morning when I go to you work. you never Fuck seen Lewis Hamilton's go hammer time? Taking all those G-forces to Ex- pass extremely Max handsome, the chicane? Extremely You've handsome. You've never seen this shit? Black man, uh, which I will always respect. Uh, Shouts to him. I will never watch his sport because <laughs> racing is not a sport. I got to tell you. use their feet. I got to tell you guys, I don't get it either. Thank you. 
I don't get it either. Yeah. white. That counts as two because <laughs> white people fucking love racing sports. Right. Like unless unless there's like an Alabama of uh, of Europe, then <laughs> like this is another race. There definitely is, but like they ain't making it to F one, dog. <laughs> Even white Americans can't make it, like to be F one drivers. Like we we just literally can't can't do. It. I I just need some guys that's like, yeah, I went fucking fast around that turn. It was nuts. <laughs> like I just need that. <laughs> You you watch F one and it's like oh how how did you become an F one driver how did you get so good they're all rich oh my dad did it <laughs> yeah. oh they're all like incredibly wealthy my dad was an F one driver so I started driving when I was like seven <laughs> you know how people here. get started in NASCAR they're like I was racing lawn mowers down at the five and dime and they're just like <laughs> nah it's like to be an F one driver has got to be like I. When I was seven years old, I knew I wanted to be the best F1 driver that ever lived. So I started racing go-karts against 20-year-olds. <laughs> now I'm here several is million that, dollars later. Is that Netflix show really that good? It, it, people are watching this show, and it immediately converts them into F1 super fans immediately. That must be the fucking greatest show of all time. It's, it's like, not as good as actual F1. At least, the, at least the last two seasons weren't. I haven't actually watched like all of the show. I've just seen like bits and pieces of it. But you know how you watch Cheer and you're like, yeah, cheerleading is kind of dope. Okay, like, wait. If that's that. how you say it, I need to tune in because Cheer is the greatest shit on television. Right? It's, it's not as good. It's phenomenal. not as great as Cheer to me, but it's like on. The, it's like that similar kind of thing where you're watching it and you're like, oh, I, I get it. I fuck with this. I need to These watch at least one episode crazy. so I can see why people watch this sport because I don't get it. Like last season was like the greatest title chase ever and the show that they made up of it was kind of eh. it's the yeah. first the first couple of seasons are are what's awesome i also yeah, because then drivers were like more willing to do it instead yeah <laughs> now they're like oh i know how this is gonna go i'm not Plus gonna you be get part to of fucking show. hate red bull it's awesome <laughs> that's Fuck all that. that's all people do is like i hate this company and i'm just like i don't like what do we they're Red Bull's one of the most dicks. disgusting drinks that ever hit the market. Y'all should have already been hating Red Bull. Hey, man. Uh, Sponsor the podcast. Murphy's. A few uh, Red Bull vodkas back in the day used to be That's my jam. Disgusting. I can't do That's it no more. TG, you keep shitting on products that we could eventually get sponsored by. You're right. <laughs> You're right. I'm sorry. Red Bull does give you wings. And, and I nah, would we love, love some of the Red we Bull. We love Red Bull. Fuck Mountain Dew Rise Energy. Y'all are dead to us. You don't want to respond. Someone to our on this podcast told us that we should not be selling ourselves some Mountain Dew Rise Energy, especially. <laughs> no one listened to this bed, but it was beneath us. Even if they were going to give us money, it was still beneath us. <laughs> Since y'all don't want to respond to my tweets, I tweeted y'all like every day for months. <laughs> I got like 80 people who wouldn't bought Mountain Dew Rise Energy just because they saw me tweeting about it. And y'all were just like, nah, fuck this kid. You should issue a notes app apology to all the people who saw your tweets <laughs> and purchased that shitty product that they made. It's disgusting. I, I don't even know if they still sell it anymore. I haven't like seen it anywhere recently. Probably discontinue. Your guts are in shambles right now. You're like burned a hole in your stomach. I didn't even know Mountain Dew made it in anything. Mountain Dew is fucking awful. <laughs> By the way, terrible. It's sorry. Awful. This is a Coca-Cola product. <laughs> it's horrendous. I'm not gonna lie. I like. I don't know where I was. I was covering some event, and they were like, like 
oh, we're, we're, we're happy to have you here covering this event. Have a free cola from our machine or whatever. That's the only thing that you get. And it was like, I don't know why I was like, I need some caffeine. I tried Mountain Dew. I felt like I was drinking battery acid. It was the most insane thing that I had. <laughs> like, I just was like, I hadn't had one in years since probably high school. And I don't know what changed about my you palate. Changed. You don't drink yeah. that much sugar. So now all of a sudden you get a fucking punched in the face with the amount yeah. of sugar in a Mountain Dew can. You can't handle that shit. Yeah, if you if you get away from it for a little while, you try to come back to Mountain Dew, it's like, nah, bro, like I can't. <laughs> like something has to be consistently wrong with you for you to be able to like keep drinking Mountain Dew. I, I did have my spicy uh, barbecue water today though and Dr. Pepper had my, it was great. Disgusting. Hey bro, the, the Jurassic Park Dr. Pepper, the like dark berry flavor or whatever it is, shit slaps. <laughs> Why did you try that? Because it was a new flavor of Dr. Pepper. Thanks, please. <laughs> All right. Uh, as we normally do, we are off the rails here. We love Paddington on this podcast. Go watch uh, both of them. They, you yeah. will love them. Yeah. Jeff, thank you so much for coming on. Where can they actually yeah, find your your takes and tweets and you screaming at the into the ether about uh, soccer at like <laughs> seven in the morning? Um, Oliver Sacks. Uh, I have no other social media, so that's smart. That's it's actually <laughs> probably a good thing. But even Twitter is like, just having Twitter feels like a bridge too far at this point. Yeah, that's a great point. no, it's uh, it's a lot. <laughs> I know we don't we don't normally do this, but we hope that people listening to this now or listening to this on the podcast feed that we have back now, which is awesome uh get some lighthearted laughs out of this episode mm -hmm. and, and lighthearted laughs out of watching paddington because the world is super dark uh we'll send our uh our uh thoughts are with the people of the deceased families that happened in the school shooting and it's been light and we actually pushed our episode back because we were going to record on the day that this shooting happened and we thought yeah. it would be uh, no one impossible for us to sit here and make the jokes that we're supposed to make during that but also to just didn't feel right but uh our thoughts are with those people for sure and for sure uh, yep. echoed. um very much echoed uh yeah that's with people in Uvalde. um can't say it any better than that y'all know the story at this point uh hopefully like like teach said get some get some joy in your life get some light in your life watch paddington watch paddington 2 hug your children dex what are we doing on this podcast Hashtag support forms too. And hashtag hug your children. <laughs> hashtag hug your children. All right, we're out. Friday night.